Tired Gladys. Yes, those early mornings will get you on it. Well, Gladys, early won't mornings they? or late nights won't we do it? Said he would. All right. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're having a wonderful day. The weather was beautiful today. Oh, my goodness, yes. I was up in D.C. walking around all day. All day long. Okay, Gladys, see, look, what? she didn't already with the implication. Now, see... I said walking, not working. I said all day long. That's all I said. That is always trying to take it to another level. I said I was walking, not working. You said I was up in D.C. walking all day. I said all day long. I just want to give a shout out real quick to uh, Miss Denise Weatherby. Hi, Denise. Jennifer Hutchison. Jennifer Hay. Jamie Hernandez, Cynthia Tinsley, Umar Yunusa, Chris Parker, and Ramses Onyx. They have joined us live already. They're ready for the party. Um, Well, today is April 11, 2019. You have joined us on Just Same with Phil Alexander and Gladys Perkins. Okay, Gladys, though, how's your week been? A bit stressful. Gosh, don't even ask me. They say let go and let God. Mm, That's what they say. You need to get some holy oil and just go ahead and anoint your forehead, Gladys. (laughs) Oh, she's coming in a Honda. Oh, E. coli. Ah, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Damn. Um, Desmond, Ima, Evans, Crosby, Alexander, Lee Jackson. Welcome to the show. Please share with a friend. If you're watching this now, share with a friend. Please do so. We've got some good things for you today. Oh, Jumpin' Jack Flash and a whole lot it's of... like, yeah, yeah, Um, On today's show, what in the world? 40 college educated and homeless. Oh. Eight genius meal prep ideas from professional caterers fourth leading cause of death it's not your baby mama Mm. it's not your baby mama um anti-abortion film called unplanned have you heard about that yes just recently just recently Mm -hmm. okay we're gonna jump into that that just a little Mm -hmm. bit yeah worms in your tequila i know you had the tequila with the worm in it i never have you never had i never have Ooh, I was at a party. We went all the way in with the tequila and the worm. And guess who had to swallow uh, the worm in the tequila? Let's clarify. Guess who had to swallow the worm in the tequila? Yep. That was me. That was me. Aren't you supposed to chew it? Okay, I couldn't do all that, but I just swallowed it. The worm in the tequila. And they said it's supposed to be like an aphrodisiac or something or another. But we're going to get into that because we got all the juice. And then uh, our other topic we're going to jump into is let's eat. And then, of course, at 7.30, we will be going into our local report. So make sure you jump back. If you've got to step out for a moment, just jump back at 7.30 for the local report. You know these people in Fredericksburg doing things. Craziness. Oh, Lord. They done rock lobster bake. They done stole motorcycles, $70,000 worth of motorcycles. Somebody done bought the property at Mr. D's. Oh, that's wonderful. And so much more. You know, I looked at that property so many times and wished I could have afforded to purchase it myself. Yes. I like it. It's really nice. Listen, we can go in together. That could be the new studio. If she would let us. It's not about her. It's about God. And God says we already have the keys. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. Hey. All right. Um, 
Well, listen, that's our sh that's going to be some of the things that you can look forward to, but as of this moment right now, we're going to roll that clip for you. Which clip? Our what in the world clip? Our producer, he he took a shot before the show. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Still recovering from that crash system. <coughs> Give me just a second. I apologize. I, okay. Um, while you do that, though, I do want to give a shout out to, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, um, to Mr. Durrett. Oh, ho, ho. Hey, cuz. Hey, cuz. I want to give a shout out to him. Uh, Mr. Yes. Durrett has a clothing line that you need to, you need to actually just look him up on Facebook so uh -huh. you can see exactly what I'm talking about or go to jerseyandthings.com. Yep. But yep. listen, we got our exclusives. Yeah. Boy, bye. Boy, bye. Boy, bye. Listen, I think it's so fly. And some, <laughs> I was actually thinking when I got that shirt that there need to be a couple other things on it. Boy, bye. Girl, bye. I got it. Go ahead. <laughs> Produ <laughs> production. Do what it do. All right. What in the world? What in the world? Guys, have you read some things in the news just make you be like, what in the world is going Absolutely. on? Absolutely. Well, listen, you know, yes. we done, <laughs> we done found some things for this week. 40-year-old, 40, 40 college-educated, and homeless. What in the world? What in the world? You know, but stranger things have happened. It's the economy. You know, just because you have a degree doesn't mean you have a job. I'm still stuck on you said stranger things have happened, and I just magically thought about the president that we had. Uh, yeah. Please don't turn me off. I don't mean to offend you. I'm just just saying, okay? <laughs> um, but this is not me. The rise of tent encampments in cha is changing the face of America's homelessness. Inside one, Monica Diaz struggles to keep her full-time job and her dignity. Now, Gladys... I know that you guys can't see this picture, and I should have been more forward-thinking. But, Gladys, do you see where these buildings are right here? Yes. This is actually, like, down the street from where I used to live in Washington, D.C. Oh, and this wow. is over by Union Station. And if you go down by Union Station, there's it, no shade, but it looks like Skid Row. And there, Tent cities. Tent city. What? Oh. Gladys. That's why I said Skid Row. It's not even a tent city situation. It's a Skid Row situation. Wow. And that's where the homeless people stay. And they got their animals and all of that out there. And I would walk through. That's called, um, oh, um, oh my gosh, I can't even think of it at the moment. But there's a college in that area. Mm -hmm. And, um, but there's a lot of homeless there. But according to this article, it says, Before 10 a.m. on another cold Thursday, Monica Diaz stirred in her tent. Filled with dread, it had been two weeks since the last cleanup, and city workers would again be here soon with their dumpster truck and police officers to clear out the encampment. Every morning was awful, but these were the worst of all. When Monica, who would otherwise be resting before work, was forced to confront public publicity. So listen, you're homeless and you got cameras in your face yes. outside of your tent. I mean... That's a lot of that's a lot. And I know how I look sometimes in the morning. Not so you know, a little, a little. So imagine though. You're already down in your in your spirit and you got TMZ standing on your doorstep. Yeah. It's like, mm, that's a lot. So, mm. Um but it said that uh that she's homeless. Then she lives in a tent that she just turned forty and that this is somehow her life. Um uh, they 
looked around their tent, which not only held the sum total of their world, but also reflected a way of life that has, over the past decade, fundamentally changed the face of American homelessness. As housing costs climb ever higher in booming urban areas, a significant growth in tent encampments nationwide has become one of the most visible signs of the nation's failure to alleviate widening inequality. In Orange County, California, more than 700 people were cleared out of a tent city along the Santa Ana River last year after thousands signed a petition and Anaheim declared a state of emergency. Seattle, meanwhile, has allowed some tent cities to operate as de facto communities, long-term regulated, even with phone numbers and ad... Girl. Hey, that's the way to go. Because, I mean, not everybody can afford a condominium. Girl, but I, my I mean, tent's got an address? Yes. And a P.O. box. And, and a cellular phone. You know? So does that mean the UPS can deliver to my tent? It must be. It, You know? Gladys, I ain't never heard of this in Come my on. life. Need to get with it. So that means you get your social security check right to your tent. Come on. You got to put a box. Whatever. Gladys, don't get me to laughing. No, no. It's, it, but it's no laughing matter. Really. I'm just Gladys, thinking. I'm just thinking. I'm going to be holy because if hey. I saw FedEx... Ro- it may be coming to that. I am glad, though, that... Um, you know, that they are addressing the issue, though. Homelessness is a big issue, yeah. especially in Fredericksburg, especially in any major any city major or even city. suburb. And Yeah. But in Anaheim, I think you said it was? Yes. California, where they they destroyed 700, over 700 tents. That's a lot of people. But you know what is the mess, though, is that, you know, we worried about other people coming into our country, but you just forcing people in our country to migrate. I mean, like, you know what I mean? You're not, like, it's a complete, total double standard. Yes. Now, I will tell you, um, this week, in relation to this story, I was made aware that a GoFundMe was started. And oh. a GoFundMe was started for them. The um, For the, for the for people Ms. in Diaz. For, oh, for Ms. Okay. Diaz. For this individual in this wow. story, wow. GoFundMe was started. $40,000. Oh, wow. Now, no shade, but they got them an apartment in Southeast. Now, downtown D.C. is about 1500 But they got them an apartment in Southeast. They raised $40,000. Got the keys to the apartment two days ago. Wow. So won't he do it, though? Said he would. And, you know, that's, that's really good. That's one, you know? That's one. <sighs> so true. One starfish that... that was saved, you know? So true. Didn't die on the beach. You know that that story about, you know, throwing the starfish back into the water? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that... Get it one. rejuvenated. Yeah. Yes. They call, they call them the rejuvenator. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know, I'm... <laughs> I know I'm yeah. excited about that. Hopefully we you know people can keep pushing it on mm-hmm. forward. You know. Um wow. but forty thousand dollars. And I know she never expected that, you know, having the cameras, you know, pushed in her face and then by having all that publicity, then everybody at work knows that, you know. But listen, you turn that negative into a positive with that publicity. That surely did work and, it on out. And speaking of the positive, we the positive word or quote for the day. Gladys, Listen, you know, I, oh, I skipped you, though, and I didn't even okay. mean to do that. Uh, not a problem, because this tied right in. You said turn that negative into a positive. My positive word for the day, replace negative thoughts with positive and begin having positive results. Step on his so neck. see? Step on his neck. You see? Where, what? See? See. We jive. Jump and jive. <laughs> then you where you got it. Jump and jive. <laughs> um, now, I, I, I fully... You know, don't get me to crying, Gladys. This is not Sunday morning. Well, hey, it doesn't have to be Sunday morning to cry when something positive happens for someone. That's great. That's wonderful. I think, oh, yes. Well, I just think, um, you know, main thing is that some of those negatives. Yes. I had to let this ice go. Um, Some of those negatives reinforce you focusing on the positive. Absolutely. And, you know, you do need to take the negatives that happen in your life. And honestly, step on the devil's neck. 
but strive to do better yep. and constantly keep moving. Yes. That's all you can do. People will always try to sabotage you, and they will sabotage you if you let them. Okay, Don't let's move let on. Gladys, this I is know. not Sunday service Tear right jerkers. here. <laughs> this is not Sunday service. Okay. Um, moving on, though, eight genius meal prep tips to steal from professional caterers. Uh-oh. Now, Gladys, what yes. I'm going to ask you real quick. Give me two tips that you would do or you would suggest to somebody else to do that you have done in order to save time in the kitchen. Pre-prep. Pre-prep. Yep. Okay, so you might do it the day before. You're prepping for a couple days. You prep for the whole week. You put stuff prep. in the freezer. What? I prep for the entire week. You do that on a, on a Saturday or a, a early Sunday morning. Yes. And you just prepare your little meals. Like, for instance, if you're going to have soup one day of the week, you prepare all the little things and cut them up. Do and, your chopping yes, ahead. And, and put it in a freezer bag and put it in the refrigerator. And that's Tuesday. And then, you know, just, yeah. And Pre-prep. I know you know, because, you know, you got kids, you got a large family, so you had to think ahead. Pre-prep. Well, listen, you ain't done, you ain't said number to word because they said save time, money, and sanity with these handy, entertaining tips straight from the caterer's playbooks. Oh. Um, prep like a pro. That was the first one. What I say? <laughs> prep like a pro. <laughs> um, give me one second to find the rest of my article. Why does this do this like this to me? To see, this is the devil. Step on his neck. Stepping. Step on his neck. 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 Um, you know, um, I think also, you know, with the pre-prepping is portion control. Oh, yes. Not absolutely. necessarily control, but you know what I mean? But just, just portions, the, the, yeah. Yes, the right portions. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolutely. And and know that um, instead of having the great, huge steak, you can have just portion of that steak you know about the size of the palm of your hand oh if you're and trying to watch what you're eating mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gladys listen ain't nobody eating no little bitty piece I know <laughs> uh, you can look at us and tell <laughs> we probably ate the whole steak <laughs> whatever Phil. <laughs> Gladys <laughs> I'm not going to embarrass you because your cousin was watching us. Gladys, what's your favorite piece of steak, Gladys? Um, (laughs) Gladys, what's your favorite piece of steak? Um, Actually, I do like skirt steak. Nah, listen, I'm going to leave that alone because you're going to make me get real unholy. (laughs) The skirt steak. Uh Mm. It's really tender. But also, you know, if I really, you know, want to go big, go home. Yeah, yeah. I like filet mignon. I do. You like a filet mignon? Mignon. What about a tube steak? No, I can't. Oh, you can't do that. That's too much for you. That's too much for you. It's making your hot flashes. Whatever. (laughs) I think that's more your speed. (laughs) You like that better than me. Gladys, you made me. Okay. Okay. Toss it back. I know that's the old that's the old share move from um, Will and Grace back in the day. Okay. I know. Ready to pull that one? Yeah. Um, listen, I don't know what's going on with my article, but it's okay. Listen, eight genius meal preps uh, from professional caterers. I definitely think it is portion control. Yes. I definitely think it is. Um, you know, like you said, start on. Think mm-hmm. honestly on a Friday. Think about what you've got going on for next week. Make Take a few ahead. different notes so that you can mm-hmm. be prepared. Um, I think too, definitely watching the price of things. Absolutely, being a bargain shopper, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. that goes to whether you're doing small things or you're doing large, you know, large things. Um, freezer bags, all of that. Absolutely. Vacuum seal. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this is all those mm-hmm. handy dandy little tools that you do kind of yep. take for granted. And listen. Talk about tools. If you missed us the... uh, See? See? If you missed us the other day, please go back and watch our episode that we did with Jennifer Hutchison from Pampered Chef. Yes. Gladys tried to eat all the strawberries. No, it wasn't all the strawberries. Oh, the whip? It was the whipped cream. With her skirt steak. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, skirt steak was not on the menu, but the strawberries... Oh. The strawberries. But listen, the tools. First of all, yes, all the food was wonderful. She made it all with Pampered Chef 
items. Yes. But um, the tools, you know, the tools My that she used. My goodness, yes. Listen, you got to go back and watch that episode because it was really good. She used some tools that just makes me want to really look at the catalog to get a few more things. And listening audience, my birthday is coming up soon. So if anyone would like to give me a gift of that pressure cooker from Pampered Chef. She oh, cooked the rice. I would be so happy. She cooked the chicken. <laughs> Just saying. And you got a facial when you hit the button to let the steam <laughs> out. I mean, you can't beat that. You done yes. got your money's worth in two uses. <laughs> It, no, but yes. it was good. But the machine didn't get warm. It no. didn't like, there was no burning. There was, I mean, I'm telling you, it was good. I, you awesome. got to go back and watch that episode. That's an awesome item. And I will tell you, there is a link at the top of that episode, it, exclusive. So make sure you click on that link when you want to order at the back of the back end of that link says just saying. Mm -hmm. All right. So make sure you find that. But yeah, um, I think definitely there's some things to to pay attention to when it comes to that meal prep, especially for the summer too. You right. know, you're, you're losing time. Mm -hmm. Kids are in soccer. You know, all those things. And I'll tell you what, and it's it's another great idea if you have um, a crock pot to, yes. in the morning, set it and forget it. And, and you see, come back home, it's all ready. But that's that pamper chef. Yes. You saw her. She, and listen, oh she goodness, cooked the whole meal thing. for us in 15 minutes. But imagine you needed to. You know, it's got a timer option and. Gladys, yes. we could sit here mm -hmm. for an hour talking about Pamper Chef because I was that was a good one. <laughs> I was so impressed. Yes. I was like, I've got to have this. I know, that was a good one. Well, listen, if you want to catch um, this article that I found, but I, for whatever reason it's not opening up, just go to apple.news and look for eight genius meal prep tips or go find our episode with Jennifer Hutchison and Pampered Chef because she was given some really bomb tips too. Oh my goodness. And the cheese. Oh my goodness. Oh yes. She gave us a whole tidbit about the cheese. <laughs> Buy block cheese and shred it yourself. Basics. Basics. Go back to the block cheese, purchase it, and shred it yourself. That way you know you really are getting cheese. I know. Not that... cheese and additives. Just saying. I already got enough. I don't need to add anything else, okay? I know. Oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> moving on to our next uh, article. The fourth leading cause of death in the U.S. is woefully underdiagnosed. Uh-oh. Ooh, they must be talking about baby mamas. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're the leading cause of death? Yeah. Oh, you know, baby mamas can mm, be vicious. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, more than 15 million Americans have COPD. Uh-oh. Cardiopulmonary. Go ahead, keep guessing. COPD. What do you think it is? Cardio. I think it's that liquid around your heart. Liquid around your heart. The fluid around your heart. COPD, isn't it? Okay. Well, let me. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna give you all the tea. It's natural as we age to notice our bodies slowing down. Perhaps we aren't as stronger or as fast as we once were. Many Americans over 40 who have smoked mistake a chronic cough or a general feeling of being tired as an inevitable sign of aging. In fact, they could be harboring the disease that is fourth leading cause of death in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Chronic obstructive pulmonary oh, disease, or COPD, is a phrase that describes a group of lung conditions that are on the rise around the world. Like many diseases, early diagnosis and treatment of COPD is key. Since no cure exists, COPD makes it difficult for patients to empty air from, the lungs, right? from their lungs okay. due to narrowing of the airways. Now, if you're looking at this um, graphic that is up on the screen, in 2012, approximately 3 million people lost their lives to COPD around the wow. world. And isn't that a lot? 210 million. That's. And it wow. says the World Health Organization est estimates 210 million individuals worldwide have COPD. That's a large number. Gladys. Look at that. One death in every four minutes. And COPD kills more than 150,000 Americans each year. Wow. 150,000. That's a lot. I don't want to be caught up in that struggle. Me either. Mm -mm. I'm just waiting on Jesus, but I can't get caught That's up in that. Mm. Wow. So listen, make sure you go to your local doctor. Get checked out. And stop doing that. Everything's all right. I'm just fine. Listen, tell them to go ahead and check you out for the COPD. I mean, you you know, you could go to sleep and just not wake up over that. Yeah. Mm. Glass, we're going to take you to the ER as soon as we get done with this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Because I don't want you to go nowhere. <laughs> I don't want you to go nowhere. Not my time yet. It better not be. It better not be. <laughs> mm. Um, Our next article is anti-abortion film unplanned beats box office expectations with six million opening wow pure flicks true story film earns a studio's second highest opening ever wow have you seen this movie yet i have not and i didn't even know about it but that is a film i would see i would see it too i would see it i would definitely see it especially because it's based on a true story and i'm hoping it's the one Years and years ago, I heard about um, a lady who worked in one of these abortion facilities, and they tried to do the abortion, and the baby was still alive, and they said, gave it to her and said, you know, do away with it. She had to do whatever. Yeah, and she chose not to kill it. So maybe that would be an awesome story. Well, it says faith-based film distributor Pure Flix found success with its anti-abortion film Unplanned, which earned an opening weekend of $6.1 million, double the amount projected by box office trackers. Released on 100, er, 1,059 screens, the film tells a true story of Abby Johnson, a former Planned Parenthood clinic director who left the organization and became a pro-life activist, activist excuse me, after witnessing an abortion. It was partially financed by my pillow founder Mike Lindell, a oh. born again Christian and Donald Trump supporter. Oh, my pillow. Is that Is that sex toys? No, my oh. pillow is not sex toys. <laughs> is is that the guy like the late night TV commercial? My pillow. Yes. Is that the same Is that what he's talking about? Yes. The old man. That's my crazy. Pillow. The pillow yes. with the dip in it. Yeah. He's financing movies now. He's financing that movie. How expensive is that pillow? Mm. That pillow yeah, is I not think... cheap. No, it's not cheap. Or is it one of them twenty nine ninety nine specials? Like, as seen on TV. Oh, girl, you can buy that in the store. <laughs> yes, my For pillow. Ten dollars. Yeah. So, but imagine how many he sold. That's a lot. To in put six hundred to... or six point one million coins go together. Go you. Go you. I'm proud of you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gladys. Um, like many faith-based films, <laughs> Unplanned saw most of its business in Midwestern and Southern U.S. states, with Dallas, Detroit, and St. Louis holding the top theaters. Overall, now hold up, was this in any of the theaters in Virginia? Uh, no. I was about to say I didn't that's hear. Why, I didn't see one advertisement. I didn't see not one. And we're considered Southern, right? Yeah, all these Virginia things. is the most northern of the. You got a church on every block around here. Southerners, but you know. Well, we don't have blocks. We got miles, but every mile you got a church. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just saying. I didn't see it in Virginia anything. And I think when they said it was where it opened, I guess those are the more pro-life states. Midwest, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so overall, Unplanned is the second highest opening for any Pure Flix release, sitting only behind the seven point or seven seven point six million opening for God's Not Dead Two. And I didn't see one. It wasn't <laughs> well. It wasn't an easy road to this strong opening. The film's producers noted that multiple TV networks declined to air spots for the film, and its Twitter page was briefly suspended on Saturday before being reinstated an hour later. While critics were mixed in the film with a 50% Rotten Tomatoes score, Christian audiences embraced the film and gave it an a on cinema score. Pure Flix says it will try to follow up on this start by expanding the film to 1,700 screens next weekend, hoping to okay. leg out through the Lent and Easter season. We are very happy for the success of this film, said Pure Flix CEO Michael Scott in a statement, to bring the story of Abby Johnson to audiences and have them show up in such large numbers shows how the topic of abortion is so important to bring to audiences. So initially it opened to 1,500. Yes. Screens. Screens, yes. not people. Screens. And now they're going to do 1,700. And now they're going to do 1,700. Cool. Maybe Virginia will make it. Can Virginia make something? Please. You know, Virginia. You know, we hardly ever win the lottery, the mega million. Gladys. Now, I mean, I'm just saying. Gave it over to the Lord. He worked it out. He's not the <laughs> 
<laughs> you got to pray about that one, okay? He worked it out. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. You're going to have to pray about that, Gladys. And I'm going to try to get it before you get it when it comes to Virginia, okay? We're going to have to pray about that one. Um, why is there a worm in the tequila? I don't know. I don't know where that idea originated and why. I don't know, but I mean, like I said, I, I told you, I tried the worm. I didn't feel nothing crazy, psychedelic, nothing. I wasn't trying to, you know, do the nasty. I, none of that. It didn't do any of that to me, but they say it's supposed to, you know. Because you swallowed it. I thought you were supposed to chew Gladys, it. that's what she said. Don't do that. But the, you said you you said you didn't. I said you I, swallowed I it. You yeah, said you I mean, didn't I might chew have, it. I was intoxicated. I might have chewed it, but still, it didn't do anything. You said you weren't you trying to do You see how it's getting that. bigger? That's oh, so that's nasty. Nasty. <laughs> Is this still on shelves? Oh, gross. Okay, I don't understand why the worm is in the tequila bottle. Mm. But it says, contrary to popular myth, there is no historical precedent for finding a worm in the bottom of a tequila bottle. Chalk it up to an old wives' tale. That's See, you started it. Okay. It said a wives' tale. You started it. You said old, too. I didn't say that. (laughs) I didn't say it. (laughs) Mr. Adam Teeter said it. I did not say it. Okay. Whatever, Adam. (laughs) Talk it up to the old wives' tale that spun out of control and then got a serious marketing push. To this day, some misinformation endures about the fertility. See, the fertility, or excuse me, virility. Virility. Sorry, I was. He's fertile. Uh, Virility (laughs) (laughs) and hallucinations you'll supposedly get as a reward for your worm-eating bravery. That doesn't mean that there never was a worm in the bottom of a liquor bottle. It's just that the spirit in question was mezcal, tequila's smokier cousin. However, it's worth noting that only a few mezcal producers used to include a worm in the bottle, which is very true. Not everybody did it, but there was one specific one. Um, some think the worm in the bottle started as a marketing ploy to get people to drink more mezcal in the 1940s and 50s. Mm. Tequila was flooding the American market and mezcal needed a way to stand out. Unfortunately, the ploy didn't seem to work as mezcal remained in relative obscurity to many U.S. markets until the past decade when mezcal reemerged thanks to explosions... uh, Explosion. Of American cocktail... Gladys cocktail culture. Now you just got my head all jacked up, Gladys. I don't have your head jacked up. You did it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Now mezcal is everywhere, but you'd be hard-pressed to find a worm at the bottom of any bottles. The spirit... See? So they took all the worms out. The spirit can easily stand on its own. No gimmick needed. So they're... Okay, so what's... What gives? Did they put it back in? Well, they're saying that they removed it. They basically uh, said that it was just a gimmick. It was a gimmick, guys. And I guess, you know, people were kind of tripping about it, so they decided to go ahead and take it out because there was no, you know, there was there was nothing. There was no anything. Right. Just a ploy. Yes. And people were just raking over their brains. See. So they were you like, you know see how rumors get started. We want people to buy Do our product. Do you see? I've told you, though, I ate the worm. Swallowed it, ate it, chewed it, whatever you want to say, and it didn't. It didn't do any of that. Nah, I was a little intoxicated. I probably went straight to sleep. I might not have known, but it didn't do anything. Oh. Okay. Now I got a second question for you. Does non-alcoholic beer have alcohol in it? It's not supposed to. It says non-alcoholic, right? Um, it says yes. In the United States, a non-alcoholic Ooh. beer is a brew with. 0.5% alcohol. Uh, so while there isn't much alcohol, there is still a bit in bit. there. That's just like decaf coffee, you know. That's very true. That's okay. very true. However, it would take a lot of non-alcoholic beers to feel a buzz. You'd have to drink nice or nine. So look, they got you a specific number. <laughs> Your number? Don't, don't, don't do try eight. this at home. Don't do eight do and a half. You need a full nine. <laughs> Go ahead and try ten. Mm. Mm. We can play some beer pong. Uh, yeah, okay. nine, um, nine or ten. Uh, look, see, there she go. Um, <laughs> so while there isn't much alcohol, there is still a bit in there. However, I'm glad this is for the adults. You know, I know that the adults are probably laughing at us. The kids don't understand anything of what we talk about. 
Bless but the adults are probably sitting on the couch <laughs> just cracking up right now because we just foolish. But that's that's us. Just saying, okay? Just saying. Um, it said you'd have to drink nine to simply reach the alcohol percentage of a normal light beer like Bud or Miller. By that point, you would have probably been to the bathroom so many times you wouldn't be interested <laughs> in continuing to drink. Right. <laughs> Who wants to drink? You gotta go but to the bathroom for a second. That's very true. You know what I mean? You get to drink in, but then by the time you like got there, you don't... You know, use the bathroom and yeah. got rid of all of it. Um, someone who who shall remain nameless told me that as long as you don't, and I think you call it break the seal. Yes. Then you're fine. Yes. Well, the, they were fine, <coughs> but once they go to the restroom that One first ti- time, you Ooh, can Gladys. forget it. Gladys, that's true. Is it true? You don't know. I don't know. Gladys. Lord, forgive me. But as much as I have drank in my lifetime, right, 33 mm. years, that is very true. Okay. It's very true. Once you pee that one time, it's not even about a number two, just a number one. Once yeah. you go to that number one, it's, yeah. yeah, until like literally you go to sleep or you just got your bladder relieved yes. completely. Okay. All right. And you know what? After you do all the drinking, you know you're going to need something to eat. <laughs> you should, and I'm understanding you should eat prior to. You should. At least a piece of bread, yes. a roll, something. But yes. yes, you need to eat something before you drink. But if you don't, you know, well, go to the buffet before you drink. Hey. Listen, fat, dumb, and happy. <laughs> and then sick afterwards. Yeah. Well. Depending on how much you drink. But at least you got something to soak in. Right. Um, you know, going into our next article, actually, the best buffets from coast to coast. From Let's extravagant. Eat. Uh, let's eat. Uh, Gladys, you got your, I know you got that fork in your purse, right? And a bottle of hot sauce. No. Oh, you don't keep hot sauce in your purse? Mm-mm. No. I Salt don't. and pepper? No. Salt and pepper's here. Yeah. <laughs> well, it says, from extravagant Las Vegas feast to down-home southern spreads. Here's where to go if you feel like chicken and pork, chops and spaghetti and dumplings and tacos and wow. crab legs and Samoas and chocolate cream pie. Wow. All tonight. Mm. From coast to coast. Yes. All right. So let's name some. Well, they're talking about Shaw's Crab House in Chicago. Uh-huh. Needless to say, seafood uh, occupies a delightful amount of real estate at Shaw's Sprawling Weekend Buffet. Crustacean obsessives uh, will think they've died and gone to uh, underwater heaven <laughs> when they presented with shucked to order oysters, lobster bisque, pastrami, smoked salmon, shrimp cocktail, and ceviche. Maryland-style crab cakes and steamed king... Oh, Gladys, that all sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Well, some of it. Like, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. The salmon sounds wonderful. I... Give me one second. They've got pictures here. Uh, Vernon's at Sawgrass Marriott, Ponde Vidre, Florida. Known for its... Audubon rated grounds and its commit uh, commitment to sustainability. The book. Listen, I know my English, but they got some words in here. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let me pull it just a little bit. Oh. Oh. No, we didn't want that to happen. What is she doing? What is she doing? Just give me one more second. You know, technology has its own mind sometimes. Yes, it does. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Vernon's at Sawgrass Marriott, Pont, Pont Vedra, Ponte Vedra, Florida. Known for its Audubon-rated grounds and its commitment to sustainability, the Bucolic Sawgrass Marriott Golf Resort and Spa carries its mission all the way through Sunday brunch. Wow. Um, basically, they just got everything. You know, everything. Vegetables, chicken, quail eggs, and honey. What? There's even a special kid station complete with crafts, coloring book. So listen, they know they people are gonna be there eggs. forever eating quail eggs. But they got no. I'm not even stuck on the quail eggs, I the coloring am. books, and the fun edibles. Oh. So basically, you know your kids gonna be there for a long mm-hmm. time. So you don't got the the restaurant supplies the coloring books and the fun edibles <laughs> and the wow. crafts. 
Um, also, uh, that will inspire little ones to eat their veggies and think about where their food comes from. Well, that's good. But listen, when you come to... That's pretty smart, though. No, I mean, that's good. You babysit the kids and mm-hmm. let the parents just and And then grub. the um, the vegetables and probably the fruits are probably cut out. And little stars like little and stars whatnot. And, yeah. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Sushi Palace in New Jersey. Whoa. Sushi Palace, listen... Um, Let's get right to the point. Armed with paper, menus, and pencils, guests can tick their way to unlimited quantities of red snapper sashimi, mushroom avocado maki, spicy tuna, and special uh, specialty rolls like the pink lady with salmon, uh, tabaki, and crab. And astoundingly, the $21.95 price doesn't apply just to the sushi. Endless amounts of soups, salads, starters, teriyaki, tempura. Oh, wow. Oh, listen, everything. See, everything you much. think of Oriental, Sometimes they have. Next one is the signature room in Chicago. Uh, the, the key to that is 360-degree view of the cityscape in Lake Michigan. Mm. Um, they have chilled seafood, made-to-order omelets, Nutella, French toast, and steak and eggs. Chi-Town is doing it. Um, ooh, That's we got one close. One Chicago. I know, but look at this one. We got one close. Uh-oh. Honey One Korea Barbecue in Maryland. Uh-oh. Um, it's hard to beat Korean barbecue, but interactive at dinner or lunch by grilling all-you-can-eat brisket, bulgogi, bulgogi, pork belly, and more on sizzling tables set slabs at this flourishing Maryland mini chain. Uh-oh. Um, have to check that out. And if you have... Bulgogi. I, I know. And if you happen to have stomach room to spare, take a trip or five <laughs> to the buffet bar featuring all manner of Korean and Chinese dishes. Gladys, come on, we can go there tonight. Yes, we gotta go. Um, the Brown Hotel, Louisville, Kentucky. I'm not gonna keep reading all, everything, but they've got Southern Biscuits and Gravy, Carving Station, yeah. Chef Prepared Omelet Station, a rotating entree of the wheat, and complimentary valet. So when you're fat, dumb, and happy, they can wheel your ass out to the car <laughs> and you'll be good to and go. And they'll have an Uber waiting <laughs> for you. <laughs> yes, right at the front door. Um, the Win at Las Vegas, the buffet at Win. Think 5,000 eggs cracked and 800 pounds of slow-roasted prime rib carved daily. One million sushi pieces rolled, 500,000 dumplings folded, and almost 100 tons of Alaskan snow crab legs served each year. 100 ton? 15 live-action cooking stations, not to mention the cascading chocolate fountain and the revolving wheel of ice cream. Mm. Gladys, book the ticket now. The win at Las Vegas. uh, Cousin, we're on our way. You try me. You're going to see this this podcast going to pop up in (laughs) Vegas. Watch. Yeah. Watch. Um, North Country Steak Buffet in La Croix, Wisconsin is one to go. That looks kind of good. I know. It looks everything. Look, but the soul of the operation is a sizzling steak counter. Mm. Guests can select five ounce sirloin steaks, sirloin burgers, flame grilled chicken, skirt steaks, tube See? steaks, any type of steak you want, you can get it. <laughs> Go to Wisconsin. They got everything you need. Um, Fonda Santa Rosa, Houston. Um, it looks like eggs and other things. Is that fondue? Well, I didn't see all that, but no, it, said it said Mexican fun. treats like tamales. Uh, excuse me for the Spanish-speaking people. I might completely chop this up. But uh, chilaquiles, pozole, moletes, chicken flatites, carne molida en chile pasila, and tacos el pastor. Now, I might have butchered that, or I might have been real ghetto, but excuse me. I tried. Okay. <laughs> Um, the Langham Boston, the Langham, oh my gosh, candy embedded cocoa yes. sculptures, and of course, a chocolate fountain ringed with fruit pretzels and marshmallows for dipping. That looks like a panda. Oh, Gladys, we got to move on from this because I'm ready to eat. We might have to go to the Golden Corral. Oh. That's all we got around here is a freaking Golden uh. Corral. Talking about all this stuff. <laughs> we have to go to all 50 states. All we got is Golden Corral. <laughs> The good old American buffet didn't change their name three times. Oh my goodness, have they? <laughs> I used not. to work there when it was something else. Yeah. And listen, they messed up, had me back there cooking the cookies. You got the fat kid back there working in the sweet department. <sighs> Bad move. I had to quit that because I was eating too much. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, just want to give a shout out to Miss Donadio. She's uh, with us live. Hello. Um, okay, so moving on to our next. 
Oh, well, you know, we're going to go into our, um, Gladys, any birthdays? Yes. Sorry, I was, I was, didn't know if I want to go left or right, but let's go to the left. Any birthdays? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, on the 12th, um, Thomas Shadler on the 14th. Oh, go ahead. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, Joshua Perkins on the 14th. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday to you. That's it? That's about it. Um, I will give a shout out to uh, Kristen Stocks Thompson. It was her birthday the other day. She turned that Happy big old three zero. To you know, when you turn thirty, your back start cracking. You can't uh, get out of bed. I don't wait for thirty. Trust. Well, and I told her, well, if that's the case, imagine what forty looks like. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Okay, but happy birthday to her. Um, I'll go ahead and give myself, cause my birthday's coming May 15th, so once again. Happy birthday ew, to ew, you. Ew, 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 ew. All right. Pamela um, Bass on the 16th. Of May? Of May. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you. How's she going to have her birthday the day after mine? <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, okay, Miss Bass. I'm pretty sure I have that. Bass Pro Shops. But I may not. Happy birthday to her. Um, I do want to give a quick announcement. We are having a skate event. It is a 70s Soul Train Disco. It will be on April 20th at Cavalier Skating. Uh, 5.30 to 7.30, we have 10 vendors, 10 sponsors, a whole lot of fun going on. We are partnered with Bill Carroll Entertainment. In case you don't know who he is, he's on B101.5. And Gladys is about to get her Daisy Dukes and some more. Don't trust on that Look at him go with the Daisy Dukes. (laughs) All right, so. Don't wait for that one, guys. (laughs) Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm still looking for an afro. And some more things, but it's going to be good. So make sure you, listen, I need you to make room on your calendar for that event. Yes, come on and join us. It's going to be a very fun time. Now, I'm delayed and through because the graphic you just saw is still looking for sponsors and vendors. And we don't know that's my fault. We don't moved way past that because I've got flyers that are official. But that's still got all the pertinent information on there. And if you need more, feel free to go on Facebook and look up the Cavalier uh, skating, or you can look up Philip Alexander, which is our business page, and it has all the information there as well. Um, it is a Facebook event, so just type that in. I need you to come. I Please mean, I don't, come join us. Not it to be rude, be I don't need you to come, but you should come because it's going to be that much fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? You you should you you're gonna want to be there because you're gonna be mad if you miss it. I already know that. Um, let me think. What else is going on in this calendar? It's just bookings that are coming up. So I just need you to pay attention. There's some things that we're working on now, but we're going to pop into some restaurants. And you never know where we're going to pop in next. No, but Gladys, get your stroke game ready. Yes, I said stroke game. Oh, golf. Golf. <laughs> get, your, get your swing ready. Listen, um, I don't have all the details, but coming up soon at the Leho Golf, King George Little League will be having their annual fundraiser. And Gladys and I will be hosting the whole shebang. And it don't mean a thing. If it ain't got that swing. Listen, Gladys, you driving the golf cart or me? I am. Okay, well, Gladys going to be driving the golf cart. That means I'm going to be hanging off of it with some tequila in my hand <laughs> with the worm in it. And um, But, no, we're going to be hosting the whole event. I know it's going to be great. If you want to come out, please feel free to do so. Once again, go look on our business page at Philip Alexander, and there is a flyer up there that's got all the information. If you want to be a sponsor, they're definitely looking for sponsors. It can be a small sponsorship. It can be a large sponsorship. But just to support the King George Little League. So yes. please feel free to do that. Um, can we move into our local report? Local report. We don't make the news, we just report Yes. We don't make the news, we just report it. Um, we had a... <laughs> um, 
Hold a second. Give me one second. On today's local report, Rock Lobster Bake presented by Fredericksburg Area Service League. That's going to be on May 18th. Gladys, I think we should go out to that. Rock Lobster. The Fredericksburg Area Service League presents Rock Lobster Bake and Shake. The Fredericksburg Area Service League would like to invite you to join us for our second annual Rock Lobster Bake. We're partnered with Strange Ways Brewery again this year to create another rockin' good time with an authentic lobster bake to benefit FASL signature programs and community partnerships. All tickets to this fundraising event include a plate of traditional lobster bake fare, including a one-pound lobster, corn on the cob, and assorted clams and mussels. While all tickets are included at bottle, uh, excuse me, while all tickets also include a bottle of water, Strange Ways has partnered with us further this year to offer you an exclusive deal. You will have the new option to purchase your ticket with the add-on of one discounted drink token. As always, their taps will be flowing with their extensive and legendary craft beers, as well as a selection of non-alcoholic beverages that still have alcohol in them yes. available for purchase. 0.5. <laughs> not a fan of seafood? Not, no, no problem. A food truck will be joining us as a portion of their sales will be contributed to our fundraising efforts for the evening. And I bet I know who that is. Take your guess. We interviewed them. Remember, he he said, um, "Will's place." Will's, yeah, I think. You think it's gonna because be them? I do because he's he mentioned something about Strange Ways, the brewery. Okay, well, uh, we got to watch out for that. That'd be cool. Um, it says we're thrilled to announce that Strange Ways will again be providing a band throughout the event. So be sure to wear your dancing shoes. The Rock Lobster Bake will begin at 4 p.m. and last until 9 p.m., after which you are more than welcome to stay at the brewery until they close at 11 p.m. and Uber your way home. <laughs> Please. Um, I Drink think that's going to be good, though. I could use a lobster. I haven't had that in a minute. I Neither have I. I haven't had lobster in a long time. Gladys, you bought a motorcycle lately? No, but... You better not let me see I'm... you riding on one either. <laughs> no, because uh, chances are... It's stolen. 11 motorcycles stolen from business in Stafford. It's horrible. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, I... What was the total? Uh, well, we um, The dollar amount? It. it was... We're about to get right into it. Police are looking for someone who stole 11 motorcycles from Fredericksburg Motor Parts or Motorsports in Stafford, according to police. Police are looking for someone who... Well, I'm going to reread it again because that's just how this goes. Police are looking for someone who stole 11 motorcycles early Saturday from Fredericksburg Motorsports at 40, or 430 Kings Highway, mm -hmm. according to the Stafford County Sheriff's Office. The bikes are worth more than $70,000 combined. $70,000. Gladys, you better not let me see you on no freaking motorcycle <laughs> with no bright pink helmet either, okay? <laughs> that would be me with stars on yes, it. Yes, glittered up and everything. <laughs> I gotta have the bling. Shortly before 3.30 a.m., police responded to an alarm at the business. They found that entry had been made through broken windows on the side of the building, after which the motorcycles were stolen. And all they say is anyone with an information or anyone who sees Gladys riding a new motorcycle <laughs> is urged to call the SCSO at 540-658-4400. Stafford County Sheriff's Office. Yes, at 540-658-4400. So if you see Gladys riding a new motorcycle... <laughs> What's call me it first. Me? It don't it don't me? even call them. Call me first, cause I'ma go. <laughs> I'ma go pull up by her collar. Pull up by her collar. <laughs> call me first. Okay. Um, let's see. What else do we have on our docket for today? Mr. D. Oh, Mr. D's. Guys, have you ever been to Mr. D's when it was? I mean, when it was open. I'm not trying to call you out or nothing, but did you ever go when it was open? I did. I know it's been a while. I did. And at the time, it was on the decline. Okay. And so was the food. <laughs> was it? But oh, oh yes. Well, henceforth, why it closed. Mm -hmm. But now it's getting a facelift. It is, and I'm happy to know that. I'm really happy to know that. Yes, it's getting That's a facelift. Awesome. Um, Please I will contact me and have me work there. At Mr. D's. No, once it's revamped. Oh, well, what do you want to do? I mean, go ahead and throw it out there. Since you're looking for a new position. Accounting, bookkeeping. 
the county oh. bookkeeping position. Well, listen, you know what? I'll put you directly in contact with the owner. And we try to make that happen. All right. But I do want to give, um, I want to say that the owner of Mason Dixon decided to buy that property. So they're yes. going to do renovation on that. I'm completely excited. I'm really excited, too, because that property sat for so long. And it's about time something good happens with it. That's just my opinion. You know, there's a lot of development going on in Fredericksburg. We could definitely talk about that. I know there's some things coming up on Route 3 right there in front of Gabe's. Um, oh, yes. Fredericksburg Christian High School oh, is building a new elementary school on their property. Yes, and what in the world is going on on um, Lafayette Boulevard with that church? Where? That huge church there. Spotswood Baptist. Yes. Oh my what goodness. They've got so much building going on. It's ridiculous. Why is it Look ridiculous? Like well, it looks like they're building a, a city. It's a so city for Jesus. What's wrong with that, Gladys? Everybody says for Jesus. I know what you do on a Friday night, so what everybody, is wrong? Everybody said that was for Jesus. Put your tongue back in your This is why I can't take glass nowhere. And y'all think it's bad on this show right here? You should see it in public. You see it in public. Don't believe it. Oh, Lord. Mm. Wade in the water. That's all I can do. Um, can we pull up the other article real quick? Yes. There was a, a, a woman in Fredericksburg. Yes, um, give me that one. I know you were telling me about that earlier. Yes. No, go ahead. Um, Naked intruder found inside daycare center in Stafford. So hold a second, did they bleach everything down? Uh, they didn't say anything about that. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Um, this is the same woman. Um, there was another <laughs> another thing she was involved in. Oh, and see now this would happen. The internet has gone down, but uh, it's not working. But anyway, I'll tell you. What I heard. This same woman um, that was arrested for being naked in the daycare center was inside a Wawa, but she went into the men's bathroom and she was in a stall on this opposite side of the a gentleman who came in to use the restroom. And so she reached underneath the stall and tried to pull his pants down further. Was she in heat? Well, that didn't that nobody said anything about that, but she's in hot water now because she's she got incarcerated. Yes, yeah, she got arrested uh, for assault, and then then they found her when the police arrived. They found her naked in the bathroom where they arrested her. So. This same woman, I believe, I mean, the face looks the same. Gladys, this sounds like Jerry Springer episode. I know, really. And the face looks the same as the woman because she had been previously arrested for being naked inside of a daycare center. So. So she just want to be naked everywhere. <laughs> she was, I guess she was drunk. I, I'm thinking she was drunk. And so they arrested her earlier for being naked inside the daycare center. And then I guess she was released on her own recognizances. And then she ended up trying to pull the man's pants down. So. Gladys. Yeah. Once again, you talk about. That's here in good old Fredericksburg. Take over the Spotswood Baptist since they're growing too much. And lay her down at the altar. Um, Walmart counterfeiters sought in Stafford police. Police are looking for an unknown man who built a Walmart out of more than $800 by using counterfeit bills in Stafford. Now, they do have a picture. Go on patch.com and you'll be able to find that picture. But it says police are looking for an unknown man who built Walmart out of more than 800 in merchandise by using counterfeit bills Monday night at 217 Garrisonville Road. According to the Stafford County Sheriff's Office, he's described as being 5'2", 5'2", and 5'5". I don't know how you work that. Maybe the scalp is 5'2", and the hair is 5'5", with, <laughs> with a thin build. And um, short black hair. He was wearing a black Nike hooded sweatshirt and black sweatpants and left in a black Chevy Cruze. C-R-U-Z-E. 
Um, shortly before 8 p.m., police were summoned to the store for a reported counterfeiting. The man purchased electronics and a vacuum cleaner so he could clean up behind himself mm. with bogus $100 bills. A loss prevention employee noticed the man and checked out the bills, but the suspect already had left. Police searched the area to no avail. Anyone with information is urged to call 540-684-4400. Gladys, the best place to be would be at the altar because this, this is a whole lot going on up a in there. A lot, a lot going on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I will just tell you this. Make sure that you follow us on Philip Alexander. That is our business page. If you want to be plugged in with everything we've got going on or you know be sure not to miss an episode follow us at philip alexander also if you want to send us any emails or any scoop that you have just saying live at gmail.com um also our parent is visanu llc so make sure you go on oh lord have mercy the devil is not happy uh make sure you go on <laughs> on facebook and look at visanu llc and um mm. That's about it. Any shout outs, Gladys? How is yeah. your wax on wax off going? Well, are you just we'll waxing, Gladys? She that. just waxing and rubbing. Okay. Praise the Lord. Listen, once again, I do appreciate you joining us. Gladys. Yes. It's been another one. It's been another one. Thank it's been you another one. So much for joining us. Yes. This Please is just saying. <laughs> what do you say? Please. Come on in the room. Um, this is just same with Phil Alexander and Gladys Perkins. Have a wonderful evening. Bye. <laughs>